0: Hello everybody, today we are here in conversation with performer and choreographer Federica D'Auri. Hi Federica. Hi. Um, Thanks a lot for being with us today. Could you introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are?
1: First of all, thanks very much for inviting me here. Um, So my name is Federica D'Auri. I'm an Italian uh, performance artist and um, choreographer based in Berlin since about five years. Uh, before that I've been living in Amsterdam for four years. I, um, my artistic background started with the study of ballet in the National Academy of Dance in Rome and, and as well the study of contemporary dance. Uh, further in the years, I moved in New York where I had the honor to study with the choreographer Tricia Brown and fundamental was the encounter with um, butoh dance, especially with the teacher Masa Kivana and Akira Gazai, and as well the study of the rhythm. So the um, and, and then moving in the in in Berlin, I really uh, started focusing deeply in the practice of performing art.
0: OK, so we start with the first question. So your body of work is several solos that focus on you as the main performer. Could you explain us where this comes from and where you take inspiration from?
1: So um, in 2013, I started my personal research into creating a methodology that would um, give space not only to the experience of a physical body, but as well that give, would give space to my perception of energetic body and, and, and as well as spiritual body. Um, in my personal research, the human body always been the central uh, part of my investigation in all these aspects, as I said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to work mainly with myself in order to create a solid uh, perception and understanding, and then further in the years, be able to expand this not only towards myself, but also in relation with other with other body, with other performers. Um, in my practice, um, my practice is uh, very strongly influenced by the study of Butoh. When what what Buteau really taught me, in, in my experience, is to observe the body from the inside to amplify what is the hidden aspect of the body, what is, what is not seen, but to rather give space to what is behind, to what is the inner perception. And then through the physical practice to, um, to be able to amplify it and transform it into a carnal experience. So this is mainly still my, my research and my aim as artist is to redefine what is, what is the experience of a performing body. Um,
0: so yeah, so it seems that like basically also your performances rise from a specific uh, specific facts of your life experience, conditions and emotions that you encounter, and then these uh, become performances.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, what I what I believe in my practice, or let's say to better to be more precise, is what is my main question in my practice is. What does it mean to be present? When I talk about presence, I talk about presence in two directions. Presence as a as a human being, and so with this social and political aspect, but as well present as a performer. When I talk about presence in my performative practice, I I I try really to to explore a body that is not um, uh, it's not a choreographed body, it's not a body that is already um, that pre-organized what will be his action, but it's rather a body that experiences a certain condition that it will constantly change. It's very important in my work to create unique experiences. Every performance, every experience will be different. Um, and so I'm I'm open to I'm open to to share with the audience and with myself what is my condition in that specific time and in that specific space. Um,
0: so, so it seems also like that actually every performance that you do, it's different from one from the other, both for you and for the audience. So you also give an important role to the audience. I mean, you go give a unique experience to the audience.
1: Yes, absolutely. Somehow what I try to do is to create a frame, so to create a sort of guideline, which is my performance. But then the state of mind, the state of consciousness that I experience in my work will absolutely change every time, influenced by what is my state of that specific day, how the space resonates into my body, and of course, what's the resonance that the audience give into my body. I What I find absolutely magic of performing art is the authenticity, is the research of is the is the research of what is is the research of the absence of the absolute? So each body is different, each performance is different, each reaction of the spectator is different. I'm trying just to highlight what is the the unicity of each presence, and that's mainly what I hope for the audience as well. I just try to create a safe zone in which myself as a performer I try to reach towards a very open and intimate uh, sharing. And I, I try to hope, I, I hope, just hope that the audience will be able to share with me that, that zone of, um, that suspension of time.
0: Can we say that like you invite also the audience to focus on unlistened aspects of our relation with the body?
1: Yes, absolutely. In fact, going, going back to the point I mentioned before related to presence, is is this what i try to do is to slow down the pace of time and create a condition in which the audience is able to just observe one action that lasts long for longer time and be able to focus into the detail a sort of like vertical perception of 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 understanding so it's one action is like meditation somehow for the body. I try to observe one point into space, and concentrate all my energy into that, and see what happened into this practice with this practice. So myself as a performer, I do the same, and I somehow wish that the audience would do the same. Just slow down the pace, go back into the into the listening rather than that into the seeing rather than into the observing but it's it's it's, it's an uh, internal vision of you know.
0: yeah and i think also definitely it's also giving the chance to the audience like to face a different rhythm than the rhythm that we are um, supposed to follow in life because it's like imposed to us this fast pace of reality the fast pace of uh, uh, our lives
1: yes you know if you think about the body um, you know, in my practice, I work a lot with stillness, but I, what does it mean to be still? I don't think an alive body is ever still because we are constantly breathing. Our heart, our, there is a heartbeat, there is the blood floating into the body, there is the, the skin that perceives the outside. So already this action of stillness is already so dense of action, of aliveness, so i just try to amplify what, what is already existing into the human into the human body and i just try as um as if i would uh, i would have a uh, lens that amplify the body to just see each millimeter each porous of our skin what it does each 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 breath how it conditionate uh, my living and that's all what i try to do so somehow i'm just try to if I may say, to amplify the the carnality, the the aliveness of my of my body.
0: So yeah, it's beautiful because you experience it yourself, and then you invite also the audience to experience it in a like a, on an observer point of view, but like you invite him and you try to invite him to get into it. Uh, so yeah, it's very interesting and beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's like um, it's a sort of a journey into the into the carnality into the body um, through my practice especially with the arrhythmia i experience what does it mean common body when i talk about common body i don't take, i don't talk about a common body that is uh, connected with the same same people that do the same action but um, i for instance the practical experience of common bodies when the birds are flying together into the sky they are doing the same action, and they're following the same drawing into space, not because they rationally want it, but because they connect on an energetic level. they start to breathe together, they start to experience the action of moving to the same way and this is what I try that that 's my aim in my practice through my through the act of exposing my body and through the act of really sharing it in the most transparent way I can I try to connect on an energetic level with the bodies, with the other body that in in space, that can be other performers or that can be the audience itself. And I try to create a sort of common resonance.
0: Is this also one of the reasons why in mainly all your performances, you are like, you expose yourself totally, like in terms of like nudity?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I mainly expose my body in, in nudity, as you said, because I'm desperately looking for authenticity. I don't want to hide behind um, behind clothes that define the historical time where the performer is uh, experiencing his his work or that define an atmosphere. I rather want to create an atmosphere just with my pure presence. And there is not an ideal body. Each body is Beautiful, each body um, is what it is. It's not even right to say beautiful. Each body is unique and each age is unique. its gender is unique. its skin color is unique. And I'm just trying to show it for what it is. And I hope in the years I will be able to work with as different bodies as I can. And that's my, actually, that's my main wish. At the moment is myself for, um, as I said, in order to create my personal a methodology that I will be able to uh, share with my co-workers but I hope um, but, ins- the, but the wish is absolutely to expand this research.
0: Yeah it would be also interesting that at a certain point also the audience has uh the chance to experience what you experience, you know, through your practice, you know, Um, because I mean, it's a very nice thing that they have the possibility to get into it by observing it. Hmm. But then for me, like as an observer, I would start saying, oh, it would be interesting to to get into, to feel it also on my skin, what's happening to her.
1: That's very interesting what you say. Actually, I always had somehow this wish to to, in, to um, uh, share with the audience on a physical level as much as energetic level what is my experience on my body and definitely is something I will work on um, in a very sub- subtle way. I started already with my one of my latest work which was um, um, on the idea of how to amplify the sonic aspect of my body um, through voluntary sounds as voice, vocalization, breathing, and involuntary sounds. So, amplifying the sound of my guts and my breathing. And in this practice, I'm um, preparing the further step, which is how to amplify um, the audience's space as well. So it's not a conscious decision that they make. Okay, now I'm going to say this or that initially, but they just, because of the fact that they are in space, they are generating sound, how they're moving into space, how they see it, how they decide to whisper, and then eventually give them the chance to really be active into this practice. Okay, I decide to go in space and eventually say a certain sound. Or So this is a, a, absolutely my future, future, future um, desire. Desire. desire and direction. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, you answered already, but like, so your performances have also a very specific length, uh, um, which is, uh, I think I have the feeling that like um, come also with, uh, with the idea of finding a moment of peace and quietness to observe something for me as audience. Uh, Does it also is it also for you as a performer? Does like is it this length uh, as the role of uh, kind of um, creating a kind of um, a a trance moment uh, to allow yourself to go into your yeah your experience?
1: Yes, um, as I said, the main points are really presence and authenticity i when i talk about as in authenticity i really talk about um how do i feel in that moment in space who i am today what do i feel i'm i fear i have anxiety i have um expectation so initially when you put your as a performer when you put yourself in space and you are About to share your experience, you're full of expectation, at least I am. You're full of hopes. I hope the audience will feel this or will see that, or I hope I will be good. And in order to escape from this pattern, which is actually, for my point of view, a big limitation in this type of practice, I decide to expand, to extend my presence, to stop doing, but just being. to do less in order to show, but to just to experience the resonance, the vibration that the space and, and you as audience give me. So there is not more a good or bad, a beautiful or ugly, but it's just an act. It's just an experience. And in this sense, the long duration of practice helped me because if the first 10, 15 minutes of my immobility, of my or of my any other practice. I'm still having strong wishes to show you something or to share with you something. Slowly throughout time, this kind of like a like a soap, like a bowl, it just explodes and it's just nothingness. It's just a condition and that's actually for me what I'm looking for. That moment in which this expectation explode and I just, I just exist. I'm just there. And this usually happen after an hour, an hour and a half. Um, And usually the last 10, 15 minutes are the most special because I'm so tired. And through tiredness, I'm just, I'm just there. So this is.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you talk about one hour, two hours, it resonates immediately in my head. Oh, that's a big, it's a long, uh, it's a long it's a long quantity of time and this is interesting connected to what you are saying because the normal brain would think like that it's a long time you know like we mainly think in minutes in times in in scheduling day so it's uh, it's very interesting
1: yeah you know but the physical timing and the somehow the body is a different timing than the mind Our head is very fast, you know, we have, I don't know, many thousand thoughts per second, but our body has a completely different timing. You know, when we have a bad news, when we receive a bad news, our mind processes it in a certain way, but our body, our health, our organicity has a completely different pace of understanding. So I just try to give time to my body to settle down, to just be there and, Yes, I and you know, and I don't oblige the audience to to share this with me necessarily. You know what I believe is, I always create a space in which the audience can choose his own space from where to look my from where to look my, at my work and how long to be there. So I don't believe in the traditional theater setting for my work. You know, I I like to be in a space in which the audience can decide to be there one second and say, oh my god, this is so boring, I go. Or they rather come with me in this meditative condition and they choose to stay there as much as I'm there, lying down, upside down, standing, sitting, I really don't care, hugging with someone else, hopefully like this, Um, like sharing, being more creative with the spacing as well. So that's my... I give them absolute freedom to choose their own.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yet at the same time you give them a role, which is something beautiful, that is like you know, like the the, the, the the season of choosing also, sometimes audience doesn't get to that point, you know, sits and just observes, but you give, I think, a role also to the audience. In a
1: way, yes. Some um, I can imagine that for some people it's a little bit intimidating sometimes this, or some people see themselves as voyeuristic, with a voyeuristic role, because my body is so exposed and so explicit. And yes, I take it into risk, Um, but you know, the body, I don't know how to say, like, we can't, I don't want to hide, you know, I'm looking, as I said, my body is authentic. So your reaction are absolutely all welcome as audience. I have no expectation, you know, like if you don't like, you really dislike, or you cannot really connect with that, it's possible you leave the space. I like that the body, that the the audience is a, um, uh, anarchic in his own action into space, this is something that I believe and I reflect in my perception of politics at this moment
0: um. yeah, and I have a, another question related to um to the space you you spoke already a bit about it, but like um, um there is an intimate and yet sometimes it seems constricted relations with space and objects, also the objects that you use for your performances. Uh, and the cu- curiosity is like how comes that you uh that you choose these objects and how comes that like I have maybe the feeling that like sometimes like they restrict your body um or they kind of uh, um constrain it in a in a in a situation, in a place. I
1: um... Since three, three or four years actually, I started um, develop like building sculptures or collaborating with sculpture. I was fascinated in observing how the surrounding ob- or, or surrounding space or an object can influence and limitate my space. Um, as well through long durational experience, so um, I've been working with a common object has metal, metal net metal net or um, glass box or I've been building up more sophisticated sculpture uh, putting myself into the space or putting myself with another body into the space so it would be a double limitation one is the object and one is an arc and observe how through this long durational exposition the body in which state would go so not only I limit myself voluntarily to the mobility, but as i as well i limit my possibility my range of action in order to reach this state of um, um, suspension of time and space um
0: sometimes it seems like like it's a condition of a fetus you know like it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 in a womb it's it's constricted in a reality. Uh, which gives less, as you say, less possibility of movement and just the possibility, of course, to be. And I think maybe uh, these these choices um, help you to stimulate the specific state of mind that uh, you you want to reach.
1: Yeah, it's exactly like this. Um, This object and my body together, I hope they manage to create an atmosphere. So it's like zooming into something. So the audience comes into the space, and there is this into a gallery space or into exhibition room, and there is this object and a body within the inside. So it's like looking into a microscope where there is an insect. You can really observe this insect into his every detail, his little legs, how it breeds, where are the eyes, the antennas, and this uh, zooming in is what I'm fascinated. And yeah. In, lately I've been working with the, with other performers as well directing performative work also related on the same kind of direction so how we can become one body so through a practice of a long durational hug or through a costumes made of prosthetic that connected to the two body with extra limbs um, and so how we can without a specific choreography but but through a deep listening how we can co- function together in order to create um one new organic being yeah.
0: so yeah it's uh, yeah it's um it's, it's very interesting because it, as you say like it relates very much on the community in terms of like the importance of the energy of the community the the energy that uh, flows among us instead of like the different bodies that uh, uh, we are and you know, we or the different bodies in relations with objects. It's very much like a, a very yeah energetic.
1: Absolutely, uh, it. You know this somehow we can. We experience this. Um, for instance, if we if we go to a club to dance, you know the experience of the dance floor is somehow very calm, very similar to what I'm trying to achieve each body is unique, each body is dancing in his own way, each each body is breathing in his own way, sexualizing in his own way. But at the same time, we are experiencing one big dance, one big vibration into space. In that sense, all those bodies are somehow active. Um, In my practice, sometimes the audience, of course, is less active, but as well is active because he's breathing, because he's vibrating with me. but it's the same experience. It's the same idea of this one body uh, on an energetic level, one body.
0: Yeah, great. I have a question now like relating related because you propose something that has like a different pace, of course, as mm-hmm. you said. Uh, what about in general, like uh, culture? Do you have the feeling that like culture has the same fast forward pace that uh, the society has? Do you advise that the culture should a bit slow down and pay more attention on what's happening? Um, Do you think it's given enough attention to culture in itself? Uh, That's a very articulated question, I imagine, because. uh, um, But yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a very interesting question. Thanks for asking me. Yes, I do believe that this, in this uh, specific historical time, we're definitely going like perceiving life in a very high-speed pace. And of course, culture, it comes with that. Um, the media we're using are proposing a constant change of images, like image, image, constantly fast-forward. And... I have the fear. I have the sense. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. That we are losing a bit the sense of death, of going deeper into, into the understanding of ca- what culture is, what art is, what philosophy is, and of course what body is. Um, so definitely, and I, I, I do. I do sometimes feel out of time in that sense. I'm quite slow in the in the perception. I would like more time sometimes to process information to process images when I and so yeah in my personal practice I try to do that I try to slow down the rapidity and just get deeper in one thing and more articulated more uh, perceived
0: yeah instead of moving from one project to the next one immediately you yeah, you take, give time to the the creature to be, you know, like and to experience the fullest of the feeling.
1: Yeah, and for me, this is not, you know, it's also a practice because my mind is also very, very fast. I tend to be a little bit uh, neurotic, actually, and therefore I learn a methodology through my body to become slower, to give more time, to become less victim of the social anxiety that we're having. Uh, that I would be. That I would have actually the tendency to be part of, but thanks to my practice, I'm learning to expand the perception of time. So yes, I I I believe that culture could would would be great if could a bit slow down and yeah become a little bit deeper <sighs> sometimes. In...
0: Yeah, and enjoy also maybe also like the the time a bit more, you know, like yeah, like life in itself. Yeah, probably. in a
1: way, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so yeah, one last question, uh, what's uh, next for you Federica and uh, do you have any specific wishes for yourself?
1: Um, yeah, working-wise I am now busy with two big productions for this coming summer. Um, so yeah, I will be busy with that, uh, new installation work. Uh, that is going to be presented the 9th of August in Kunstferai in Hamburg uh, in collaboration with uh, the performance artist Pitches. Um, but a big wishes I have for me is I hope to continue um, my research through also the experience of traveling because uh, with my work I'm constantly on the road and it's something that gives me a lot of. Um, uh, um, inspiration so I'm learning what does it mean to be mobile as a being and as an artist as well so creating a sort of deep uh, rooted pers- um, understanding of life through myself but the space around us constantly transforming traveling so this is my um, wish continuing in this direction more and more
0: and for sure also like the encounter of new realities Absolutely. through the traveling like gives you for sure like um, inspiration at the same time yeah uh, um, reason of thinking reason of thought it's Always
1: been like that yeah I've been I have big be, uh, I've been traveling quite a lot through Asia and in, in the past six seven years and that always been a great source of inspiration in my work and in my body practice so I keep I hope I keep I could keep doing that long term <laughs>
0: Great. Thank you, Federica, for being with us. It was great to to chat with you. you. Uh, Good luck for everything.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.